Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Scale Up Your Business. Now, I'm delighted today to introduce a new mini-series of the podcast, if you will. So we have Entrepreneur in Focus, we have Masterclasses with various experts. Now, you've got a new one. It's a short one. It's going to be called 15 Minutes to Action. So I'm going to start to put out a couple of episodes of the podcast from now on. So as much as I've been doing the Thursday regular shows now for over a year, um, I'm going to be putting out some quicker, shorter, sort of 10, 15 minute episodes literally on Mondays. And the whole purpose of these is for you to take some insights from either perspectives that I have or I'll have guests on and they are going to share their perspectives on certain things. So literally, you know, a 15 minute listen, maybe a little bit more, a little bit less. And from that, I want you to walk away and have an insight. And as I often say, one insight can change everything and you can take action from it. Okay, so a bit new. So you're going to get me twice a week if you're up for it. And hopefully that will add lots of value to your journey in both your business and your life. So today's 15 minutes to action. I'm delighted to have on the show John Lee Dumas. Now, John Lee Dumas is probably one of the most, probably he is up there in the most prolific podcasters in the world today. He has done over 2,000 episodes. His podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, um, literally does something like, you know, over a million downloads a month. And over the course of eight years, he has generated $17 million in revenue from his podcast, 12 million net profit. So he's going to get into a little bit of how he's done that today. He's going to talk about the important characteristics of how you how you grow and scale when you're focused so much on one thing, because his main vehicle is obviously the podcast. But listen, you know, enough on that. It's a quick, it's a quick episode. I suggest that you have a look in the show notes. Have a look um, who John Lee Dumas is. He's got a whole heap of profile that you can look into on his website. And more importantly, have a listen to his podcast. I mean, he's had people like Gary Vaynerchuk, Tony Robbins, Seth Godin, all those sort of guys. And, you know, it's all about inspiring entrepreneurs to ignite, fire up and, you know, follow their purpose with their business and their mission. So there we have it. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Action, John Lee Dumas. Hi, everyone. It's Nick here, and welcome to Scale Up Your Business. I'm delighted to have on the show today the host of one of the best podcasts in the world, Entrepreneurs on Fire, the founder of Fire Nation, John Lee Dumas. Welcome. Nick, I am fired up to be here, brother. Thank you for having me. I am prepared to ignite. Man, I know we're going to have a great conversation. Listen, I want to warm up with, with, with a little bit of a kind of quick fire question, if that's all right. So yeah. a lot of my listeners love your podcast. They've listened to lots of them. I hear it all the time. But what's one thing that you'd like to share with them that most people don't know about you? I want a car on the prices right. No. Back in 2011, I drove up to Hollywood, got in line, got into the prices right, was chosen from the audience got down to the showcase, did all the things, ended up getting trying to uh, 
putt for a car, which I successfully sunk. You putted, a, as in like golf? It's about an 18-foot putt, yeah. And um, <laughs> you can go to eofire.com slash about, and you can see my putt. See, see, we're going to talk a lot about how you've had some success with your podcast and stuff like that today, but I'm, I'm sensing there's a bit of luck. You, you must be a lucky guy. An 18 foot I've putt always been a little bit lucky. <laughs> always. All right, let's get, into, let's get into it, shall we? So listen, eight years, um, one of the most prolific podcasts in the world. What have been, you know, the highlights and lowlights of that journey? Been a lot of highlights. There's been a lot of lowlights. I mean, the reality is it's a roller coaster of emotions being an entrepreneur, faux show. Yeah. Um, definitely more highs and lows, you know, because you get to kind of realize that even when you have those low moments, you're just like, you know what? I'm learning something here. I'm going to figure something out. I'm going to come out stronger. I'm going to make this even better next time. Um, some of the highlights, you know, it's been great to be able to um, be the keynote to some of the biggest conferences around the world. You know, I've been the, the keynote, uh, opening keynotes at podcasting conferences like Podcast Movement and PodFest. I was the opening keynote at the Youpreneur Summit in London a couple of years ago, which was a blast. So, you know, being able to travel to places like Australia and Europe and Fiji and, you know, speak from stages in front of amazing people. Like that's definitely been kind of some of the highlights. Like, you know, I love being in my studio like I am now. Like speaking to people like you, like you are one of 19 interviews I'm doing today. You can't do that flying somewhere and speaking from stage. Like that's kind of like a You've one. You've got to love it too. You've got to love what you're doing to do that. This must be like, this is, not, love this is it. not work. This is it's mission. It's just going to feel right. You know, some of the low lights, you know, listen, I've done some things that have flopped. Some promotions that I've supported have flopped. Some courses in communities that I've launched have flopped. Some potential services like SaaS products that I've gotten behind and supported have flopped. Some um, like venture backed, you know, some angel investing that I've done has completely flopped. Like that's money you'll literally never see again. Um, you know, I like to just be thankful that my investment in Gimlet gave me a 40 times return. So like all my little losses, like are kind of made up by that. But at the same time, it still hurts when you lose money. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm living La Vida Loca here in Puerto Rico. Wouldn't have it any other way. I'm at the perfect house, you know, with the perfect business partner who happens to be my perfect girlfriend, you know, and uh, life is good. So, you know, I don't, you know, we joked before about luck. I don't really believe in luck. I believe in kind of hard work and kind of opportunities to present themselves. And then there's a thing where you have to have the right mindset. But in that journey, just to unpack that a little bit, I mean, did you know, I mean, you would have had a vision to get to where you've got to with, with the success. I mean, you must have had that in your mind first. But that road to get there, that must have been, I mean, has it surprised you how, how much success you've, um, you've got in that time? Yeah. I mean, if you were to tell me back in 2012 when I launched my podcast that, John, like you're going to have seven of the next eight years, you're not only going to make seven figures of revenue, but you're going to net profit seven figures of revenue. I'd be like, wait, what? Like that's even possible with a podcast? Like, no, like I've definitely had success to a much grander scale than I thought was possible when I initially started, when I initially had my vision. I mean, if you had told me back in 2012, John, you can either go blindly down the road you're going down and your success or failure will be unknown, or I can guarantee you right now, you'll make $200,000 a year for every year that you do this. No more, no less. I would have been like, sold. Like, give me the money, like $200,000 a year doing something that I enjoy doing. Like, I'm, I'm in. And then, of course, I would have been leaving millions and millions of dollars on the table by doing that. But at the time, you don't know. And so, like, you know, for me, it's just like, I think people need to really step back and say, 
what is like my honest definition of success? Because a lot of people are just like, I want to make a million dollars. Like, why? Like, why do you want to make a million dollars? Like, I get it, it's good, but most people in the world don't live in Puerto Rico. So you're going to give $500,000 back to your government. You're probably going to buy a house that's, you know, a really nice house, but, you know, it's going to leave you cash-strapped at the end of every single month because you're making these massive mortgage payments. You're probably going to have too many cars. You're probably going to do that. Like, so what do you really, really want? Like, get super clear on it because we as humans, we just love to keep, like, one miniature step below our, we have to keep our spending one step below our revenue, no matter how much that goes. Like most people that like make a hundred thousand dollars will spend 99. They're like, Oh, if I could only make $500,000. No, because then you're going to spend 499. It's just like, that's the world most people live in. This is the thing that jumps out though. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, when I, when I talk about your numbers, I think it's something like 17 million gross income since 2012. So I'm not far behind you on the podcast revenue side, just to be clear. Um, uh, well, just to be clear, that's 17 million on gross. Um, that's seven or 8 million is net. Yeah. See, this is the thing, man. I want to talk about this for a bit, right? So, I mean, out of all, you know, your podcast, you've got raving fans, you've got all this kind of stuff going on, you've built a personal brand, but you know, how have you managed to create such a business from this? You know, how have you monetized so effectively? Because because you publish all your stuff too. You know, you have it all out there. It's all transparent. You talk about it openly. I mean, that's that's the thing that I think is unusual because lots of people have broadcast media, they have YouTube channels, podcasts, but they don't seem to be as successful or focused maybe on the commercial side. Yeah. So the reality is, for me, I I'm always I've always been a numbers person. I've always wanted to be like, okay, like why does this make sense? How is this going to make sense? And so I've always kind of known that I wanted to have at least an internal tracker, something that was going to show us how, how much revenue was coming in, where was it coming in from, where were our expenses, like how, like every month, like going down and being like, is every one of these expenses absolutely mandatory and necessary? Like, let's really cut to the wick on these things. That's why with our income reports, you actually notice we have like gross, net. Then we also have percentage of, of net revenue to our gross. Yeah. And I always want that to be at above 70%, which is an insane number, by the way. Like most of the, of the big businesses are like between like five and 10% of net profit percentage wise, you know, like entrepreneurs like us, like we're, you know, like we're doing great if you're at like 25, 45, 50%, like that's amazing numbers. Yeah. But for me, I'm just like eight, 70% minimum a lot of months were in the 80%. One month we actually did 91%, which we, we have never replicated Incredible, again. Because I was looking at those, I was looking at the stats before, yeah. before we did this. And I, and I know that I saw the net and I saw the gross. I mean, my background's private equity. So, oh, you know, so you I, get selling, I get it. But, but again, not, not many, you've answered the question because you said it's about metrics. It's about measurement. It's about having intention around that stuff. And not many people have it. They kind of go out there and they kind of hope things are happening. But it sounds like, and again, I just don't want to put words in your mouth, but you've built a bit of a machine around this stuff. Built a machine. Because, you know, the thing is most people think like what's going to solve all their problems is just making more money. It's just like, well, if I just make more money, well, if you have to spend more and more money to just make more money, then no, that's not your answer. So like a lot of people just think like, well, what if I triple my advertising budget and I double my revenue? Well, now you're in the red. Now you're losing money. So, like, you know, whenever I see these, like, ink, like I think one of the worst things in the world are those, like, Inc. 500 companies, where I'll look and I'll be like, that company is on the Inc. 500 and they made $2.3 million and they have 189 employees. Like, there's no money being made there. Why are we like lauding these JLD, companies? I've, I've, sat on, I've sat on so many different kind of VC and private equity boards where people turn up with this kind of statistic around annual recurring revenue, but no profit. 
And you know, the whole unicorn is a valued business, which hasn't made, they're not valuable businesses. They're not creating any kind of any um, value from, from, from the profits coming from. And, um, and I, I, you know, I now invest, I invest in profitable businesses. Sometimes they're a bit old school, but I like that. Right. Cause I Warren like Buffett would love you. He would love you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I want to, I want to kind of go a little bit sort of sideways on this as well. Cause obviously first question is, you know, you obviously built this audience, the audience, you know, grew pretty quickly. You've got something like what, like 1 million monthly listeners now. Yeah. And then you've made up to monetize that. What was what was that journey to get to that reach? How did you first know that this was starting to click? Did you have like a point where you had a few listeners and then all of a sudden it just started to skyrocket or was there a gradual um, rise? Of- no, no hockey stick whatsoever. It was a incredibly slow, incredibly steady, incredibly consistent climb. I mean, it is literally just one of those graphs that is just going like this. But over years, like years and years and years, 2,573 episodes I've done. So there was no hockey stick. There was no like, just like this happened and then this happened, like nothing at all. It was just getting up every single day for, by the way, 2,000 days in a row, five and a half years, I launched an episode. I decided to take a little break. You know, at that point, I moved back to three three days per week um, about two and a half years ago. But for five and a half years... I did not miss a podcast episode. And like that was just the consistency to the core. And the numbers just reflected that where people just knew that they could rely on that daily dose of, you know, excitement, enthusiasm, knowledge, value from entrepreneurs on fire. So slow and steady, it was pure consistency, nothing else. Wow, awesome. I love that. I love the the discipline behind doing that and the commitment behind that's huge. All right, listen, I've got one last question for you because obviously you've interviewed some of the most amazing entrepreneurs in the world. Over 2,000, I believe, you've got Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, Seth Godin, all those guys, right? Big, big names. What are the common threads that stand out you know, from those conversations in terms of characteristics and attributes? I suppose, put simply, is there a formula that you've seen for entrepreneurial success that's come from all those conversations that's given you some clarity around those points? The three biggest commonalities that I've identified from just the top, top performers are that number one, they are incredibly productive on a daily basis. They are unbelievably productive. Number two, they are disciplined to the core. And number three, they are absolutely focused. So let's go back to productivity. They're not just productive like most people are productive. Like Nick, most people are going to be like, I was so busy today. I was so busy. But you were busy doing the wrong stuff. Like you can go a million miles an hour in the wrong direction and you're just a million miles in the wrong direction. Like that's how most people live their lives. They're so busy doing the wrong stuff. Productive people produce the right content. That's productive. Now, disciplined. Disciplined, I got this from my military days. I was an officer in the US Army for eight years. Like, If you are disciplined, you are a disciple to one plan of action. You have a plan of action and you're a disciple to committing that plan of action. And then focused. Like The best, most successful people on a consistent basis, they are laser focused. They are following one course until success. They are focused, focused, focused. It's the people that you know have the bright, shiny object syndrome that are just flittering after the latest and greatest. They never attain success because they're never sticking at anything long enough. It takes time and energy and effort. You even go back to Tony Robbins. That dude had to do like a thousand like, presentations in front of literally empty stadiums or not even stadiums, just empty hotel conference rooms 
before he finally got to a point where he was able to build and build and build and build. And now he's like in his sixties, you know, it took him all these, all this time. And yeah, he's doing these 10,000 persons, you know, events, but I mean, he's, he's in his sixties. Like he had to be focused for that long to get there. No, it's cool. I've been to most of his stuff. And I suppose, you know, again, your testament to that, the focus that you've put into, I suppose you had one platform, you had the podcast, you, you went double down on that. And then from that, you've managed to scale. All day. Man, that is absolutely awesome. And you've got, I mean, you, you're a big guy also on kind of like, um, I know you've got the Freedom Journals, one of your products, you know, trying to get one thing done literally in 100 days, all that stuff. So awesome. What we'll do, mate, is we'll put all that stuff in the show notes, um, all of your things. I'm sure people want to reach out. But, you know, John Lee Dumas, it has been awesome having you on Scale Your Business. Thank you so much for being so generous with your time today. Thanks, Nick. It's been great hanging out. Take care, brother.